0: In this week's episode of ND Vision, I try to make a compromise. Well, I'll get you a flip phone because I'm a flip phone guy. I yeah. Don't, I don't have iPhone. Do you
1: have your flip phone on you yeah, right I do. now? Yeah.
0: Just flip. Let me get it phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Look at this. What else are we going to talk about? There's a bunch of stuff. Oh, we're going to talk about weed. We're going to talk about. Oh, weed, gosh. Uh, what else? Weed. Let's wait. Let's save that for last so everybody keeps listening to this
2: nonsense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow sports. Oh yeah! I could care less. I wouldn't know. Wh- Same. <laughs> Welcome to this
1: week's episode of ND Vision. Um, I'm joined here by a very special guest, first of the year, by the way. Um, happy 2024! Can't believe it's 2024. Um, but Andrew Harris. Hi, Andrew. Hi. How are you? Good. Great. Uh, Andrew, as as most of us know, is the um, kind of leader of the Wellsville Sun, and now you have two others mm-hmm. as well, right? Hornella and the Cuca. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about that, but before we get into that, I just, uh, I like to ask every guest,
0: just tell me about yourself. Give me your brief history. The briefest history is I was born in Jones Memorial Hospital. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cliff Miller was my doctor. He saved my life. I was a breech baby. It was kind of a weird delivery. And I was one of his first. Um, And he, my whole life, I credited him with saving my life and we always talked about it. So I'm not gonna mention him, yeah, um, and I grew up in you know up in the country and in the town i um a lot of my teenage years were spent on Main Street harassing people, um, <laughs> causing mischief um, and I've never really left wellsville I have a couple times um but for college and um I moved down to Virginia. At one point, just as a token, you have to move somewhere. Yeah. And we we moved to Philly for three years. Yeah. You know, and it was always, to me, it was like, why would I want to live somewhere else? Right. So um, I haven't ever left. Um, I've ran a bar. Um, I try to do my part. And now it's the Wellsville Sun that runs my life.
1: What made you um, want to start the Wellsville Sun? Because you, you started it. Before you kind of, it really, like, launched, launched.
0: It started as a Facebook page in the kitchen of Better Days. Okay. Because I was the cook at Better Days. So there's, you know, when you're a cook, there's, you have orders or you don't. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of downtime. So in the downtime, I wanted to create something that made a great face for Wellsville. Yeah. Because the Daily Reporter was starting to wane and... It's gone now. Yeah, it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> And so I just wanted to have some way to say, here's the good news going on. Yep. To bring people to town and to market Wellsville was what I really wanted to do with it. Mm-hmm. So I did that for years, just as a hobby on Facebook, nothing serious. Um, but I'm a news junkie. You know, I, to this day, I still probably read 10 news sites a day. Wow. Um, what are the top three that you top read? Top three? Yep. Um, Empire News Report. Okay. NPR. Yep. And El Jazeera or BBC? One of the two. Okay. Um, is Empire just New York news or Empire is like Empire dot com mm-hmm. is a list of all the news in New York every day. Really? Kinda of New York City based, but tons of you know stuff that I need to know about every day. Mm-hmm. Um but if you're a news junkie and you're not going there, you're missing out.
1: Yeah. Um, okay so Empire News definitely check that out uh, but if you just want local news Wellsville Sun Hornell Sun and now Huson Sun. right um, it's all
0: that, it's all the same mission yep to m- try to bring back just local news not not so much you know, a little bit of state news but um, focus on the really local stuff like mm-hmm. you know, the Lions Club donations um, Nick Davis's podcast right. of Wellsville people <laughs> <laughs> to try to be as I guess I think John Anderson uses the term hyper local, mm-hmm. where you just you make sure you give your community a voice. Right, And that's really what everybody was worried about when the Daily Reporter went out, and then Mike Baldwin, um, who's been a great influence. All regional news. He right? he he, t- he picked up the ball when the Daily Reporter went out. Mm-hmm. And did a great job. And he just did it for free, though. He did it just as a community service. Mm -hmm. And that only goes so far. You have to have enterprise behind the press to fuel the the machine. You can't do it for free. Right. Um, Well, he got burnt out and quit. And I remember the day he quit, it was right after, I think it was right after the pandemic started. When we needed news the most. Right in that area. <laughs> but when the pandemic started, my previous um, business venture failed as well because it was all restaurant-based.
1: Right. Oh, you were delivering. You were getting veg- produce from Buffalo and stuff, right? Or I something like that? I
0: was from Wellsville or yep. Elford Farms down here to Buffalo. Oh, so worse. Sorry. But all the restaurants closed down. Oh, wow. So it was like, bam, it's over. Yeah. And it was never really, I don't think I ever made a, dime in profit, mm-hmm. but it was one of those things I was building that just died. Right. And then Mike Baldwin said, I've had it I'm done. And I thought to myself, wow, there's a, at least there's a market opportunity. Yeah. I'm not a journalist by trade. I dabble in it. And I just kind of said, I'll just do this. Mm-hmm. I'll try it and see what happens. It doesn't cost much to start a website. Right. And to work... For, you know, you're working for yourself. So it, I started it, and I think within three days, Facet Lane Lumber called and said, hey, we want to advertise. We love yeah. this idea. This is great. We believe in you. And I was like, wow, really? Hmm. And then I think Nancy Hart from from the Hart store called mm-hmm. two days later and said, hey, yeah, I believe in you too. This is, we need this. Let's do it. And so just those two things made me Gave me the confidence and made me realize that people not just wanted it, but they would pay for it. Right. And being unemployed in the middle of a pandemic starting, I thought, well, this seems like a pretty good deal.
1: And news and media were allowed to stay open during yeah. the pandemic. That's how I was able to stay open, is because I'm my business is classified under news and media, so I was able to keep yeah working. And uh, it all turned into just COVID work, grants and and everything mm. for from the state for marketing for small businesses and yeah.
0: all that. So yeah, it was just timing is everything. Yeah, Um, fate. I'm a fatalist, so I think fate intervened, Mm -hmm. and it was right at the right time. And it was obviously working out. I mean, worked out. What's very good.
1: What's the uh, What's the peak story so far that you've had on the Wellsville Sun?
0: In twenty oh,
1: just just in general since that you can remember.
0: I'm pretty sure it was. um, I just did a story about the top five stories of 2023. Okay, the top story. I believe, um, was the top story ever. And it's, this is a great time to bring John Anderson in um, to, the, to the tale here yeah, because keep, keep. I don't follow sports.
1: Oh,
3: yeah.
0: I could care less. I wouldn't know. The same. <laughs> <laughs> don't know, don't care. Um, all I hope is that the Bills win so that people are in a good mood in the store. Um, back when I owned a better days, of course, sports was, you know, a bigger part of our, of the, of the mix. And it really depended on if the bills of the Sabres did well, it, we made more money. Right. Because we, people wanted to come out. This is back when people wanted to come out still. Yeah. To watch sports. I remember when I
1: was working for Pearl Street, um, Jared Evans, when he owned Pearl Street, I would, I would volunteer to work, like the Super Bowls and stuff in, in high school. I'd volunteer to deliver pizzas because I don't care about sports. Mm. But I made it seem like I cared about sports when I was delivering. Mm-hmm. And people were happy, so they were tipping. They're like, sorry, you have to work, man. Here's 20 bucks. <laughs> so I, I made the most money, I think, ever at Pearl Street Pizza in one night. It was Super Bowl. Oh, really? Yeah. And I didn't even I
0: didn't care about sports, but I made it seem like I did. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you do care because you want people, to, you want their team to win, even yeah. though you don't really know what team it is. Um, back to the top story. This was the biggest story we've ever had on the Wellsville Sun, I'm pretty sure. And it was back in the summer. It was in July. It was a Hornell high school baseball game. And something happened. At the end of the game, Long, as best I can tell you, the pitcher or the catcher thought he had gotten the final out. And he put the ball in his pocket, and he ran to the rest of his team, which was Hornell, to celebrate.
1: Uh, Hornell baseball
0: And they all, you know, they're they're in a pile, they're celebrating, they're having a great time, they won the game. And meanwhile, the umpires are like, whoa, 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 and the other team's rounding the bases still. Oh, no. And in the middle of it all, they realize what happened, that he didn't tag the last runner out. Yeah. Based on what the umpire said. So they're trying to find the ball to tag one of these runners out while they're running because they only need one run to win. Oh, no. And they can't find the ball because it's in his pocket at the bottom of the pile celebrating. Ah. Uh. So it's, it's a sports story, but it's also a tale of, you know, <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> you know be careful Yeah, bef- at the championship level <laughs> before you start <laughs> celebrating. And wow, this story went around the world. Did it? I mean, New Zealand, Australia, Japan. The,
1: this one, the Inconceivable loss? Huge in Canada. Oh, because J- Japanese love
0: baseball. and little league. Singapore loves baseball. Australia yeah. loves baseball. Yeah. India loves baseball. <laughs> Things you find out, but it, this is a great time to show like how good John Anderson is at his job. Yeah. He, the game happens, he's in the middle of traveling somewhere. He's like either in the airport already or he's driving to the airport. And somebody texts him, wow, that just happened. And he is writing the story as he's <laughs> checking his luggage into the hospital, into the airport. That's a very John Anderson thing to do. And as it's evolving, his, he has a son um, that helps him out a lot. Okay. Maybe we want to edit that part out. I'll start over. Um, John got a video from somebody... That was really crystal clear of what happened, and nobody else had it. And he is in line to board the plane, and they're yelling, "Boarding, boarding!" And he's holding off the lady, like, "I got to finish this." I'm doing yeah. This. <laughs> and he's trying to upload the video and get it done. And right before the, the ticket lady's like, "Come on, last chance, buddy." He yeah. Hits enter, hits publish, shuts his laptop, gets on the plane, and he gets off the plane. Where he's landing, probably out west somewhere. And he's, it's just everywhere. Yeah. He's got 200 calls. Um, <laughs> it, it's been picked up by major media all over the place. And I think I had 160,000 people read the story. Wow. I think that was our biggest ever. That's awesome. Which was great because the story before that was like 100,000 people read it, but it was a terrible story about people dying in a fire. And, oh, right. Um, not something you want to remind people about, wow, well. Our, our top story was the worst story in the world. Right, right. Um, so this is a good story to say, hey. Cornell um,
1: no, baseball, wind turbine.
0: Yeah, wind turbi- the wind t- turbine fire was a big deal.
1: Highway crash.
0: Yeah, bad crashes. Uh, Oak Duke.
1: Oh, yeah, Kinley. Kinley. I work with them. I'm talking to them right now, by yeah. the way. I think they're going to do a year... Oh, style video like a reach out video
0: well that's good because we don't hear much from them yeah that's so what that's what they on. that's what they said the they're like it's we need to well.
1: we need it is oh good it is. so um so there'll be more on that I don't want to get into it too much because I don't know
0: yeah,
2: what's right. gonna happen
0: but that was, I and mean, that's a huge story yeah because that plant shutting down when I was a kid there was people just poured in and out of there every day at lunch and mm-hmm. three shifts and then it was gone that was a
1: that was a pretty big that was a pretty big story of mine um for that, but the uh, the smog was definitely the biggest for me. The fires, the wildfires. Yeah, the wildfires when the smog hit Wellsville, and it was just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't show up.
0: Mm-hmm. That was big though.
1: People thought that I edited that video, and I didn't touch it. I literally put it on my phone, added text, and uploaded it. It was oh. that color out because <laughs> it, it was yeah. the the was brown like yeah, smog, ate, yeah. and uh, I think that's why it was like Phew, <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, so, what made you want to go into because Hornell? Does Hornell still have Evening Tribune? Or? Hornell does, yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, mean, I don't know anything from CUCA except for the, the Facebook page. Well, the reason
0: for Hornell is the same as Wellsville, I guess, that um, or as soon as we started Wellsville, people from Hornell asked, can you please? Oh, cool. We need this too. Yeah. Um, even though they still do have their, the Tribune, which does a good job. Um, I never see any stories from the Tribune. It's a corporate entity now. Right. You know, it's not the, the people that actually do the hard work don't have any control over what happens. Mm. Is
1: Chris Potter still
0: there? Yeah. I mean, the, he's the anchor, I think. Like oh, wow. About him. I don't. Neil Simon. Um, there's a couple, you know, they're working hard, but they're working for the man, mm-hmm. and not for the community. Okay. Which I think is backwards. You should, you you should, know, you should yeah just gonna turn it you should be working for the community right you know it's almost like a public job like a police officer or a government official kind of job where you have you have to have their interests ahead of Mm -hmm. profit and ahead of your own interests, for sure right and you do I mean you you post uh, to
1: the Sun between you and John whoever else you have you post just about anything that people send in, like if there's like a dinner coming up or a charity, it's always posted. Uh, yeah the I
0: mean we probably do too much. We're trying we have a new site coming out soon that's going to be if you have a community event, it's going to be free to publish it yourself. Okay. it on the site, and then there'll be classified ads that you can pay for. Yeah. And then hopefully legal ads too will be part of that in the future, but right now that's not New York State law. It has to go into a hard copy mm-hmm. publication to be legal. We're hoping that, and I think it's inevitable, that legal ads will go to digital Yeah, at some point. So we're hoping to have like a good do-it-yourself site where you don't need to call, call me to put your story about your chicken and biscuit dinner up. Right. You know what I mean?
1: I think that's kind of the charm, though, of the Wellsville Sun is that it is it is that local that local source. Like looking when you posted the story about the um, New York State scanning all the old newspapers, Uh um, my wife and I like went. We were on that site all night looking Uh at things and they like the the Daily Reporter used to post some really cool, interesting stuff. Like I learned that there was a bunch of like the Monday Club used to be massive, I guess. And then there was a bunch of other organizations that. I don't. I've never even heard of. I mean, we
0: want community news. The problem with it's not a problem with Wellsville. It's a great thing about Wellsville mm-hmm. and Andover and all these towns is that we have constant fundraisers, right? For every little thing, and it would just turn into fundraising. If, I, if every time somebody sent me, we're having a barbecue dinner, or having a benefit, yeah, or having a, even just a book club, mm-hmm. or a, or the church events, any of that kind of stuff, it would. It would dominate. All you'd read was about events that are happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. So we have to limit it. But I think by creating the new site, yeah. they can all do it themselves. And then we just make sure that's a big part of the Wellsville Sun. Mm-hmm. And the Horn- it'll be the Hornell, Wellsville, Cuca whole area will contribute to these. And then you just kind of pull the bigger
1: things out to post on the, the sun, or how are you going to...
0: Well, you know, there'll be paid options where you can pay to have it promoted on the okay. sun if you want to. Gotcha. Um, but in general, we want that to be like a place where people go to look to see what's, mm-hmm. what's community news. Yeah. Like what's, where's the next bake sale right. type thing. I love or, bake sales. Or, or <laughs> <laughs> or ones are going to be a bingo, yeah. or, you know that kind of stuff. Oh, I wish they would bring bingo back. They did, did they? they? It, yeah, where was, the Legion had it, I think. Really? I think there's there's Google. That's that that's out. that's
1: there's the type of bake the, the date nights that my wife and I like. We like we went to uh, the library in Little Genesee had a cooking night where they showed people how to make sushi. Oh, cool. and it was great. We loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Kuka, son,
0: what what brought you out to Kuka? So we went to Kuka because. Now is that just Hammondsport or is it all of Cucks? No, Lake? it's like um I would say it goes pretty much from like Dansville, Geneseo, yeah. Penyan, Hammondsport, Bath, Bath, um, and even into Yates County a little bit in the okay. Sandica Lake area. Yeah. Um, I guess we had a choice either to go to Olean, do the Olean type sun, mm-hmm. or to do the Cucka sun. It's about the same distance. I think the Cucan needed it more. Uh,
1: Does Olean still do the time? Olyon yeah, has Time's time Herald. Herald.
0: Yeah. Um, but you heard the same complaints that, you know, it's that's, that's a much smaller operation than it ever was and they could mm-hmm. use more media there. Don't get me wrong. They yeah. could. And I think we could make a viable market or model over there, especially with Cuba. But... Oh, because the Patriot's done. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Feel I free re- to take a drink, by the way.
0: I really like the... Uh, the Finger Lakes.
1: yeah. Cuba Cuca is our favorite lake we're yeah. biased but <laughs> and it's just
0: it's, I'm not I was telling somebody the other night if you draw a line from out to Naples down mm-hmm. it's like a whole different world
1: yeah yeah that's true that's so gorgeous out there too we love going to the windmill there's a camp campground out there it's Lakeview campgrounds yep. bare bones um, this, this woman named Linda owns it, but, uh, has the best view, I think yeah. that there is. And mm-hmm. it's, it's like 40 bucks a night. We just pop our pop-up. She has electric and water, yeah. heated showers and that's all we need.
0: I <laughs> mean, the view, the, the, the value of views in the Finger Lakes area mm-hmm. compared to here, it's just, I mean, you're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for a view. Yeah. Here you're paying tens of 1000s Mm-hmm. And it just kind of changes when you cross over the Steuben, like, almost like you go past Wayland
2: mm-hmm.
0: into Naples and it's like a, a whole different world. Yeah. So I think that's why we decided to go that way because it, there's only so much we can do. Yep. And now, do you have a
1: correspondent out there that, cause you can't be everywhere so, all yeah, at once. In,
0: in the Cuca, we have a great partner in mysticmedia.com. Okay. It's a company out of Hornell. All right. Um, and the owner of that, uh, his name's Jim Moore. Uh, me and him have gotten to be pretty good buddies and partners and, he kind of handles half of that, okay. Um, which is convenient because he has a whole web building, web hosting, you know, operation, so he can be working on stuff together for all three sites, mm-hmm. and then we work together on that site. Okay. And he is uh, what do we call him? Our chief Finger Lakes enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's a cool name. Because when he has time off, he. Um, and his lovely wife, they they travel all through the Finger Lakes and yep. go to breweries and wineries and hang out and talk to the owners and eat, and then they make little you know stories on it. And mm-hmm. it just seems like a better world to me than Olean. I like Olean, but Finger Lakes, Olean, yeah. sorry, Finger Lakes wins.
1: Yeah. Finger Lakes just seems like more your vibe. Anyway, it's more vibe, my vibe.
0: Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to have, you know, a reason to go there. I go every chance I can get. Yeah, right. So, I th- <laughs> so, so that's what I said. We'll thought. take well, my our kids
1: to Cuyahoga Lake State Park so they can... We get the Empire Pass every year so they can mm-hmm. go. And
0: we do Stony oh. Brook. That's Finger Lakes. Um, there's a bunch. Yeah, there's so much to do. There's, there's so much.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially like, in the fall. It's almost like a black hole. Yeah. Or like, there's just... Could you ever do it all? Could you ever go to all the wineries and breweries? No, and more and keep popping up all the time. Destinations, parks... Um, And just the lakes themselves are just a natural wonder to that. Have you ever been to
1: the, um, oh my gosh, what's the name of it? The Mission Center on Hemlock Lake. Mm -mm. So it was this old Catholic boys' school. So it literally looks like a castle out there. And some guy, and I think... He says that he has some sort of agreement with the diocese, but I think he was just a squatter. Mm. And he turns, he's turning, he's like refurbing things and turning it into Airbnbs. Oh. Um, I took my kids in the winter, just as a daddy kids escape, and it was it was really really hmm. cool. He he like let us explore it all, and and you go to the top and you can see Hemlock Lake there, and hmm. it was great. Well, that's a good example. You should just, check it out. There's so many of <laughs> those places. Uh, actually, I'm surprised John Kuchko hasn't like done any stories on that place yet oh right um man that guy has a dream job
0: <laughs> that, that's well he's I mean he's extremely talented oh for sure and just hard working I yeah mean, this guy is up he's at, everywhere oh, he is up at three in the morning Yeah, to try to find the best place to be at dawn and then he goes to the next best place yeah. and then he goes home and I guess he goes home to sleep at some point but yeah he's amazing I should have him on the podcast yeah he's been to the studio a couple times it might be a hard get. He's kind of a celebrity.
1: Um, oh, yeah. Well, you're a celebrity too though. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, no 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 no. If I could,
1: if I could if I could handle having Rich
0: Shear on I could yeah, right. never have John Kerr. Yeah. Rich Shear is in the John those two are in the same league, yeah. The legacies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be even I got 20 30 years till I can get in that club. Yeah. Um so you have
1: are any plans to expand past no. just keeping that's these
0: it. three? That's it. Don't want to be like Rome, too big to fail and, or yeah, no, I don't too big to manage. No, that's it. um we have all sorts of opportunities and mm-hmm. things are, you know, ways to grow and I don't want to have to manage yeah. some giant I think I probably could Corporation, keep Corporation, like you... <laughs> yeah, you could keep going because there's yeah. such a demand and there's nobody else doing it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I can see why. It's not, you know, it's not for everybody.
1: I have, I have people come to me um, and ask me to put out stories or, like, come cover something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I, I usually send them to you <laughs> or I'll send them to John uh-huh. um, with, with stuff like that because I'm, I'm more visual. Like, I think sometimes I get looped into, like, the yeah. news source, but that's not who, right, right, like, I'm right. just a visual company. Like, I'll take pretty pictures of the balloon rally or video clips of balloon rally and post them. Yeah. But that's about, I don't want to go to courts and, like, people, I've gotten asked to go into courts to film and mm. stuff. It's like, nah,
0: no. Yeah I, keep, yeah, I would stay away from that. Yeah. Um, But it's a sign of the situation that, yeah. you know, there's really, the old media is almost done. Mm-hmm. The newspapers are not going to. There's no indication they're going to stick around, nope. I'm sure a few might because some people will pay top dollar, maybe the New York Times mm-hmm. but in general, print media I think is going to be over with yeah um there's there'll probably be a few boutique places because
1: people, you know there's okay. still that market, but sure
0: but you're absolutely right but we, we just can't not everybody can jump into and do that, no you know you got to take the responsibility, Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it,
1: it can't be a side hustle.
0: Yeah. Um, and it has can't just to be, be a Facebook blog right? or, you know, a, just a sub stack or something like that. It has mm-hmm. to be like, you have to be ready to meet people in person and engage, you know, and take the calls because yep. it's a lot of inflow between emails and phone calls every day. It's sometimes dozens a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't do that, then you're not really filling the role. How many
1: emails and missed calls do you think you're going to have after we get done recording this? I,
0: none. None? <laughs>
1: no, this one. No, I don't. Uh, I hope not. Um. <laughs> um uh, speaking of growth though, did you also um with Cassandra started kind of the well you started it, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Small and the small yep. form, yeah, the the mm-hmm. facet green space and now it's turned into this amazing labyrinth and it has in the summertime the the fountain running and then the it has the covers now in the back there. Um, no, they're
0: done. Oh they're done? They're gone. Oh no. The bums <laughs> the bums are on them. The bums. <laughs> 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 Maybe we should start that segment over. Yeah. Um no no, it's no, fine. But go in, go into um uh, uh what uh, how it grew into what it is now. So it happened pretty simply. Um the building got knocked down
2: mm-hmm.
0: that was there my whole life. I got my first haircut in that building. What was the what was the building? The facet. The facet house. Yeah, facet okay. house. Um it was actually where the town of wells where the village of Wallsville was formed. Um, it was the main meeting place forever here. Um, they knocked it down, and everybody was kind of like, that sucks. Yeah. Now we have this vacant space. Mm-hmm. And as I recall, immediately somebody wanted it for a parking, parking lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the guy that owned it died suddenly, but he left it to Andy Glansman in his will. Or Andy Glennman bought it from his estate. I can't remember which. Mm-hmm. And when Andy bought it, he said, nobody's ever going to put a parking lot here. Right. right. No way. This is going to be something else. I'm not allowing that to happen. So he just kind of had it. And me and Andy are good friends. Mm-hmm. And one day I said to him, hey, we just got that lot there. Let's start a community garden. Yeah. Because my aunt, um, Jackie uh, Dean Searle... She's she's a Wellsville girl. Mm-hmm. She'd started a community garden in uh, Castle Rock, Colorado. Oh, wow. And had great success. That's and cool name. watched it from a distance. Yeah. And been like, wow, that's cool. Well, we should do that in Wellsville. Yeah. And so we we did it. And we didn't have any money or any supporters, so I just built four or five wooden boxes. I remember those. They were right them, up front yep, there. Yeah, fill them full of soil. And we had the ICS kids, their kids come help out, and we did what we could do. R.I.P. I yeah. see. <laughs> RV. Yeah. Um, and it worked out fine. Yeah. It was just simple boxes. And um, I didn't have, you know, I wanted to do more. I probably, if it was up to me, I would have just done more wooden boxes yeah. and covered the whole lot with wooden boxes. Imagine how that would look right now. I know. <laughs> Luckily, Cassandra Bull came into the yeah. picture. And she, so this uh, young lady calls me up out of, out of the blue and's like, hey, I want to help you with this. She was Cornell, right? Alfred. Alfred, okay. So she worked for Alfred State College at, in the Office of Engagement. So okay. Her job was literally, Alfred State pays her to go out in the community and do good. Wow. And she was like, "Well, you're doing." I was doing food not bombs at the time, which I don't do anymore. Um, and doing that, and she said, "How can I help both these things?" And I said, "Well, food not bombs is not that hard. You just go to the grocery store and get the extra food and hand it out on the street." Mm-hmm. The community garden I could use some help with. Right. She said, okay, I'll help. Well, I mean, next thing you know, she's got $200,000 in grants f- from Ralph <laughs> Wilson. and yeah. She's hand-designed these designs, and she's partnered with everybody, and it's, it's, it went faster than I could keep track of. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is insane. Wow, next thing you know, we got this place. Yeah. And she did all of it. I did some of it, but she did it all.
1: And you had a local artist design the fountain, right? She, From Alfred? You
0: know, uh, she and Andy, I shouldn't say just she did it, Andy
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Tina Glansman made it all possible. You know, they donated. They donate the land. They volunteer with the nonprofit. They make it happen. Yeah. Um, but Cassandra and Andy, um, they met. His name was Bill Underhill. Mm-hmm. He was like a 95-year-old guy. Oh, geez. And... Back in the day, in Berkeley, California, he was the number one sculpting artist in the country. Okay. He was it. And then he, he taught, did his career, made a lot of great stuff, made a name for himself, and retired to Alfred. And he was an emeritus professor with uh, AU. Mm-hmm. And so they talked to him and said, hey, would you design something for us? And he went and did it. And Cassandra went and got the money and Alfred University let us use their foundry. And I think if you go back on the Facet green space or the, uh, yeah, on our website, mm-hmm. which is actually artforruralamerica.com, yep. you'll see the whole process, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, that whole thing has turned out great, thanks to Andy, Tina, Cassandra, Elaine Hardman, a bunch of people that worked really hard on it. But the big thing that I want to talk about in regards to the facet green spaces is yep. that it's being it's it's underutilized. Um we've you know we've always had some buy-in, some participation from schools and other local groups. But The point of the garden is to to bring more of the community in yeah. and let them figure out how they want to use the space to their own benefit um, so we've had some success in that regard, but not enough so if you're a you know if you're a teacher of a class, if you're a local civic group um even if you're just a you know like a uh like a yoga yeah instructor you know the space we created this for you to use it's not a private space it doesn't cost anything
2: Mm
0: -hmm. we want we want you to call us and ask us to use it for free and we want to help you make your event and your however you can use it better right um one of the best things is growing food Mm -hmm. teaching kids how to put a seed in the ground and watching what happens or teaching kids how to put a seedling in the ground um But the whole art of growing vegetables Mm -hmm. is, uh, I can't overstate how important it is. Right. I mean, just imagine if things go to hell in this world. You're going to want to know. You're going to want to teach your kids how these basic things work. We grew potatoes one year, Mm -hmm. and we harvested them, and I
1: think we got like, 10 or so potatoes, and they were all misshapen, but the kids yeah. were so happy,
0: right. and they, they ate they they're eating I know. Eat them. Yeah, <laughs> Just think later in life. Yeah, potatoes are one of the easiest things to grow. Just yeah. We did it down here them sure. Dig them in the ground. <laughs> yeah, we had, a big, we had a potato digging uh, party. Really? And uh, what was the horseradish thing? People were like, wow, this is how potatoes grow? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're kidding me. I'm like, yeah, they grow underground. Yeah. They're roots. A root vegetable. Same with, you know, horseradish went right. It was kind of yeah. late in the year. Um, horseradish is something that you have to take it, skin it, Mm, no, grind it down, it, that kind of stuff. Um, Did you do ginger? No, ginger doesn't grow real well around here. Oh, okay, too cold. And, uh, I don't know about too cold. I think that it's more of a specialized crop. Some people are doing it. There's a, a variety of uh, it was a pink ginger mm-hmm. that somebody around here was growing. Um, but
1: I remember I I like right after the walls were put up and things were planted because the brick came afterwards uh-huh. um, my dad did that by the way Sorry. I
0: was just gonna say your dad laid the whole foundation of the thing I think yeah the well he didn't do
1: the he didn't do the stone he didn't do the crush run he did all the brick down
0: I mean, down the, the bottom brick. yeah, yeah. Right. Kevin LaForge did all the slate prep for us yep yeah. he did he came in and laid all the brick yep yep and then you even helped a couple did. I times. did yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, he did it for very cheap and yeah. another example of how it all came together by people like him saying yeah I do this for a living
1: yeah I think we were down there, we were down there, um, for leadership, Allegheny, we've all, that was our, my group's project was oh. to help out to mm-hmm. build the wall. Cause Cassandra was just starting the walls oh. and, um, she was like, yeah, we, we need to put some brick in here to make ADA. We just can't find somebody. I'm like, Oh, Oh, I know somebody
0: yeah. no, <laughs> that, that does was, it for well, a living. <laughs> well, lifesaver. Yeah. <laughs> you did a great job and, uh. It still looks good. Yeah. It's holding them good. I think that place is going to hold up. You Man, know, it's nice to build something that's. It's literally giant mm. blocks of concrete. Yeah, set on top of concrete.
1: I love when I have my the drone up in the air randomly in Wallsville. I love just like seeing where it is. It's mm-hmm. kind of like my waypoint for south to oh, like the start what, end of Main Street there.
0: Well, that's what Cassandra's <laughs> initial goal mm-hmm. was to build Earth art. Yeah, meaning art you can see from far far away. Mm-hmm. So I think she accomplished that. Goal. I think
1: so. You could definitely see it from a plane if you were up and up
0: and landing at the, <laughs> the airport. I mean, it changes yeah. the whole Main Street. Yeah. Dynamic. I think um, we could use another one somewhere.
1: In the summer when stuff is growing up, it looks. It does. Look, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, um. I mean, Kate chose to film her first little first dance film there.
0: Yeah, that dance awesome. film was great. Yeah, it looked great there. Um. Yeah, there is. I'm not going to mention her name here, but she's a. a a sweetheart that moved to town. She's from England, um, and a lot of people know her. But she's she told she's threatened my life if I mention her name um, <laughs> more than I should. But she has looking at those flowers there. She's literally come down there, and that whole outside ring is all flowers. Mm-hmm. She's curated that to the point where she has stuff in there that will come up in successions that I wouldn't know what, what they even were and but if you're a flower person. Yeah. You come there and like, wow, you've got one of those here. And we've had people come from Corning to come see certain kinds of oh, what was it? What is that thing? Forget-me-nots. Oh, okay. She has There's a, a flower
1: called
3: forget-me-nots. She me not, has like so. six
0: different kinds of forget-me-nots.
1: <laughs> and this How cool would it be to have like someone like Tammy come down and do some sort of like potting like seminar there or something uh-huh. like just in that and that uh-huh. people can sure. stand around and she can show people how to pot, and then they can plant it in or something
0: like that. Yeah, or, love, I mean, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, any local business who can use that yeah, to their benefit, they should consider how ways to do it. I would, I, we've talked about it
1: before. Um, but I've, I've just gotten busier than I ever thought I would, but I would love to just do some sort of just unplugged acoustic Mm-hmm. Sets there with local art. Like there's that buckwheat yeah. kid that's around. Um, mm-hmm. Matt Burns, that Brianna Blankenship. She goes around just like just un, like legitimately unplugged. Yeah, just acoustic. That's why we built that back
0: area. Yeah, to be you know it's shaped like a. But those the, those things the, are gone the, now. The, the shade sales <laughs> had to go because yeah. um, we couldn't keep the the vagrants out. Yeah, because of the shade, and they're just you know it was a disaster every day. Sitting on there
1: smoking their cigarettes.
0: It's stuff. not just—I mean, cigarettes is the least of the concerns. Right. I mean, it, it's whenever you create a space for the public, um, be ready to, to clean up for the public. Yeah. And be ready to clean everything up. You name it. Well, I can tell you, whenever we walk by it,
1: um, my kids always stop mm-hmm. and play those <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> instruments, and those I those ended up—I yeah. end up playing them myself with because no, it's just fun.
0: They are—they're perfect. No, they're great. Oh, that's Elaine you know, Hardman. I think it was her big idea. Yeah. Cassandra I mean, got the money for him, um, and there's the the
1: little library, little free library there now. Yep, um, the library. And then you're trying to build
0: a, a living sign. Is that what it is? So, in the we'll use this as a segue to the next conversation. Okay. In the big grant opportunities that Wellsville has right now, um, Andy Glansman's taking the lead on this, and he's gotten um, an application in, for us to build a wall Mm -hmm. that will have living, you know, plants and ivies and stuff along the backside, along the previously known as Stillwater. Yeah. And then along the back parking lot in order to kind of, Andy's an artist. Mm -hmm. He wants things framed into the eye. And I think he's right that if you're standing or if you're driving down Main Street and you look over, if there's a nice wall that has ivies and flowers and whatever growing on it, It trains the eye to the garden as opposed to looking at the high school. Yeah. No offense to the high school, but... Or to the Stillwater, or previously the Stillwater. He wants to frame that in, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is important for that reason and also to keep people from Park Plaza Liquor from walking right from the liquor store and stopping there to have have their liquor.
1: The line starts up here. They walk from Madison down and... It comes from
0: both ways. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know the other way. I just know this direction. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice place to drink liquor, apparently. Yeah. Um, I don't know. All the never flowers. myself. The um, I have not, but.
1: Uh, <laughs> I did that video with Chelsea. Do you remember that? We um, were doing like a salad. Yeah, yeah. she did a salad oh. of, uh, on just ingredients there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, aside from the dressing, but uh, that went
0: pretty well. Yeah. I, thought, I, think. I, mean, I think every restaurant should be doing that down there. Yeah. Going down there. I mean, and the amount of herbs down there. Mm-hmm. Just the herbs, not the vegetables. No, I do know that she goes down and gets like sage and parsley and stuff very like very that. So because it's so much that yeah. n- and nobody really utilizes it. I've grabbed some some sage from my mom <laughs> to like take up to her. So yeah, we got some. Usually we have some pretty neat stuff down there that you can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, so the living wall would that be all three sides? It would it just be like no, it'd two. Just, it'd be along. It's going to be along those previously still water side. Yep, and then back. Uh, along the parking lot on the back side towards yep. the river. Yep. Um, is the plan? And is it just going to be? How tall do you think it's going to be? If it I think I think goes be, through, I like ten feet? Don't. Oh, I think more like fifteen. Holy! It's going to cover. That's you're not going to be able to see anything but that wall. That is huge. That's the that's the goal is to stop the eye I think at the wall. That's
1: higher than this. Yeah. This, this is a high ceiling. Yeah, and guess, that's higher than I'm this. and
0: <laughs> similar to this. Wow! Um, and don't quote me on that. No, you know, it, it, I, it's going to be tough. It's not off the record. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not, I don't know for sure, but yeah, it's it's <laughs> uh, Andy, Andy's goal, and I think he's right, is to block the eye from traveling past the garden. Yeah. And then have cool stuff. We'll grow stuff. We'll grow gourds. We'll grow... Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of really cool climbing plants that you can grow. Um,
1: Could you, like, team up with... Uh, how cool would it be to have, like, a dinner in the garden? Like, in the back there, just yep. have a table set up, mm-hmm. and then the then
0: stuff could come in. That would be really cool. I mean, that's open to every restaurant in town to do that. Or yeah. caterers. And it's all or, free. Or private families. You want to have your family, your day down there? Yeah. Just call us. <laughs> We'd love to host it and let you know where the power is, where the water is, and do it for free. That would be cool to have it blocked off kind of on all
1: all the three sides so that way when you're in there you feel like... Oh. It's your own little labyrinth. Yeah, but
0: then does it become more of a private? No, right. Not a public.
1: People might not want to walk in this as easily.
0: Because I think if we did that, we would just fence the whole thing in. Right. And make it where we open. Well, it I don't up know if you could money. have like an arch or something
1: yeah. as like an entryway that you don't have to lock. You can just have it there.
0: I mean, we talked about what about raw iron fence around the whole thing? Yeah. With a like a gothic gate at the front, that you open up every day and let people in. Hmm. Uh. Then you'd have
1: to have someone open it up every
0: day and stuff. I don't want somebody that's waiting for the bus to not be able to go in and sit down. Mm -hmm. And it's not just up to me. Right. But I think that I speak for everybody that we really want it to be like Andy and Tina, Mm the owners, and me and Cassandra and and Elaine and all the people that volunteer. I think we really honestly want it to be a gift to the community. Right. We want this to be what we do for you mm-hmm. not make it so you have to pay or you have to have a key or because
1: you isn't on the site or somewhere there's like a calendar or something
0: you had it at some point right we might have there's just not enough use of it to warn it. i can of just do it out of my back pocket right cassandra left us she moved away
1: yeah she was up in boston then she went down to
0: she's ever, she's in new jersey s- now Oh, She's back up in... yeah, she's in Jersey now. Oh, wow. Um, she's doing per- she's doing well there, but uh, you know, she did her part and she's yeah, she's you know, it's like she, it was like her, her mic drop. She's
1: like, Here you go, Allegheny was, County, and I'm out.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, she's still the president of our organization. Oh, really? And oh, no, she still exerts full control over everything. Don't cool. get me wrong. Yeah, she just isn't physically here. Mm-hmm. Um, in today's world, you don't need to. You don't do need to game. be. No, trust me. She's <laughs> running the show. Yeah, she's watching
1: right now. Um. So you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna build a wall essentially at the facet Green. <laughs> I'm
2: just kidding,
1: <laughs> No, but uh, so Andy a living not wall like that. A, a living wall there. Um, a living wall. And is some, it gonna be? Is it just like vines or or what? I don't. I think we're gonna grow
0: some. Because you have to have a base of something, right? I don't know what it's going to be made of. Okay. I think it's going to be a wooden structure. Yep. That's going to have the ability It's going to be made so that it can take, we can put either murals, so it'll probably be sections of the wall. Okay. So one section might have a mural. Yep. One section might have a hardy Huey. Grown up it. Yeah. Mural. Rosebush. I don't know. Because when, when you were describing
1: it, the living wall, I was thinking that it would be just straight like shrubbery. Um, and then like green
0: and then you could put things in it. Or you something know, this like is that. post and wood and okay. a physical wall. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be expensive to put up. Well, not expensive, but you no, know, not what's like, expensive. Yeah.
1: There's no yeah. shine around that. Yeah.
0: And then, but it's going to be kind of a bl- of a blank canvas to mm-hmm. do what we want to with it. And I, I can't speak. I'll have to ask Cassandra what she wants to do.
2: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, next time she's in town, I should have her on here. You should know. Um, I do want to ask you a question before we go into the next segment. You didn't email me this, um, and it's nothing crazy. So I was worried. but, uh, Wellsville, a a theme on this, speaking with some people as Wellsville is kind of having a Renaissance right now where the one, the two generations are kind of doing a step back and then millennials and like later gen X's are kind of stepping up, um, to buy the businesses. Uh, most main street is now young, young women owned businesses. Mm. Um, how exciting is it to to watch that? Because you said you grew up on Main Street and in the area. What's kind of what do you foresee in the next five ten years? Uh, Wells will be coming. because like, you're in it every day now too. Yeah, with I the mean, Wells' son.
0: It's exciting to see the what, the difference between you know in the late in the late nineties early two thousands. Everything just kind of went away. Right. When I was younger. Wellsville was booming. Still, that's, that's what uh, Rich and Rick and all it them was have still said. Still booming. Still, it was, I mean, just thinking about here and Dresser Rand, they had they were fully staffed. They were, yeah. I mean, there was each of them had you know a hundred guys making hundred guys and gals making a hundred grand a year. Right. It was a big economic loss, and I always knew it would come back. Mm-hmm personally because i think that we have all of the natural assets that are necessary but to see actually come back is nice i mean yeah. I'm, I'm i'm i've been thrilled to watch it and i feel like i kind of helped manifest it yeah because back when i bought a business on main street it was in 2001 when things were not mm-hmm. particularly great um but since then things have you know only improved yeah and i think now our our main street the value of it is being realized again because mm-hmm. it was realized before, but now it's like, wow, there's not many of these main street like this left. We had, um, I was in, I was in the
1: shop. I was in Katie's shop, um, one morning and there was this, there was this lovely couple. They, they were like all smiles. It made me happy just watching them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were up from the, like the Northern Finger Lakes area, like Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And they specifically came down to Wellsville, mm-hmm. um, because they saw some story. In the sun. This, I'm not making this up. Hmm. And they came down just to check out no. Wellsville and all the shops. So they were asking, like, where should we eat? They literally had no idea. Hmm. And they just like, what, what, what should we do? Where should we eat? So I gave them, I was like, if you want great lunch, there's, you know, Beef House, um, Latalia. If you want something a little lighter, Modern Diner, Texas Hot. Texas Hot's legendary uh, mm-hmm. in our area. You know, so I explained to them kind of the things to do. But mm-hmm. um, you know what Hornell has, the partners for growth that Wellsville doesn't yeah. have that I wish they would have? And I've suggested they have a card in every restaurant or every business mm-hmm. with a QR code on it, and it explains everything. It has all the categories oh. and everything
0: that yeah. you can go to, and it's an app. Their app, yeah, their app, the HPG app, yeah. Yeah, that's that, that, app. I love that. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: It's yeah. so cool. I why don't we have? That? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it
0: was free to get it. Oh I, no, no, no! Um, I looked it up. It's
1: like thirty-five hundred bucks, and then I think oh. I think like six hundred dollars oh. a year or something to hold the, the yeah. which which I feel like.
0: That's <laughs> not much. No, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I wouldn't want to criticize. No, 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 no. I'm not asking ca- to criticize, I but I wish, that, like, yeah, why? We, we why definitely don't we? Need,
3: yeah,
0: we definitely need that. Um, I know that mysticmedia.com could create that whole thing. Yeah. Um, or find out who did it for the Hornell people and recreate the wheel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, you gotta have that now. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: people. Everybody for when like, people like that that come to town, um, they can just see it somewhere. You know? where they stop in and they're just like, oh, this is what we can do. Yeah. Or if they're thinking about where they're going to go day trip. Right. Like, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Because people don't do that. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> anyway. Google. So I'll go on Google Maps um, because there's still places. My wife and I love bed and breakfasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's still places that hardly have a website even. Yeah. Um, that's bed and breakfast. So I literally will go, and it's usually in the Finger Lakes region, so I'll just zoom in on Google Maps and I'll just call them. Uh, we found one on Kuka. Um in the uh, Branchport side called Gone with the Wind Bed and Breakfast. Oh, yeah. And it's like this... this, this after the movie? Yeah, it was yeah. themed after the movie. It's so cheap, and it's a great breakfast and a view of the lake and our own private little spot. Wow. So, um, yeah, I think more towns need something like that. There you go. That's your next uh, next mission.
0: Oh, uh, I think that's a, that sounds <laughs> like a Wellsville Chamber of Commerce mission to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know anybody involved. Um, <laughs> they,
1: have, they have gotten a, a new website. Up and running, yeah. and they have an events yeah, that page. Great. That's really cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, baby steps. Baby right? steps. You can't do yeah. everything, right? But I think that that's that should be a not. It should be in the hands of mm. the media or individual. It should be in the hands of somebody like the Chamber of Commerce, right? Or the Wellsville Development Corporation would yeah. be a great place to start. Yeah, that'd be good too. Um,
1: I know someone that's on the board. I could ask you. Do?
0: Yeah. Ask yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else are we going to talk about? There's a bunch of stuff. Oh, we're going to talk about weed. We're going to talk about. Oh, weed, gosh. What else? Weed. Let's wait. Let's save that for last so everybody keeps listening to this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> what was the. You have my list yeah, of, me, things of good ideas. Um, It's 328, by the way. Okay. We got plenty of time.
1: I just got to shop and get the kid. Um, are you still vegetarian? Or are you a vegan? I'm a vegan. Vegan, straight no. vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't need to talk about that. No, 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 no. I was just, I was just curious. I didn't know if you, if, um, if you were. I didn't know if you were oh. vegetarian or a vegan.
0: I'm a person. I'm a vegan. The rest of my family is vegetarian.
1: My uh, one of my best friends. She just came out to visit. Well, I'm just talking while I'm looking for. Right. We were talking about. She came out to visit from California, and she's a vegan, mm-hmm. and she has been for. Gosh, decades at this point now. But her husband and they just had they just had a baby. Mm. Um, they're Pescatarians. Oh. So so he like She'll still do the fish and everything for her son and her husband, but she, she's a vegan. And I used to make a joke. I had a special pan for her. Oh, and yeah. And I would cook all her. So <laughs> like, no animal products. No animal it. products it. in it. But she's gotten to the point where she's like, if I didn't let something slide, not like eating anything, but because I asked her, I was like, well, they fry fries in the same oil that they fry the chicken wings. She's like, it, it's impossible. It you, can't impossible.
0: Just, you can't just do really, that. Veganism as a, uh, you can record this if you want. Veganism is a pursuit. Yeah. It's not something you can accomplish mm-hmm. because you can't, you have to leave your house. Right. You know, if you want to, if you get in your car and drive down the road, mm-hmm. you're going to run over stuff. Yeah. You don't even know you're running over. You're not, I mean, it shouldn't be a religion. I've gone through the whole, like, you know, the whole the whole cycle of veganism where you, mm-hmm. you discover that, Mike? it. Like you discover it. Right. And then you, you get on a high horse mm-hmm. and you feel like you're enraged that other people don't discover it too. I feel like that's like religion as well. It's, it's almost. Yeah. It's yeah. Almost like, why don't you believe this too? Like, yeah. I believe this. And then you realize, well, wait, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Your job's not to make other people to believe anything. <laughs> like just do what you want to do. Yeah. And when you start raising kids
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you try to raise them as a vegan, you, I don't, some people might say I'm full of it, but it's damn near impossible.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I mean she's she lives out in California.
0: they are there, yeah. the Mike, and is that good for kids to be like to have such a restrictive diet? I don't think so. I don't think like it is either. So, you know, I cook vegan food for my family. Yeah, but if they want to go to Pizza King and get a pizza, mm-hmm. and they can, I don't, they eat it. Yeah, um, it, it 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 just can't be that strict of a thing. But mm-hmm. in general. Everybody should be eating less meat and more vegetables. Yeah. I don't care if it's for global warming, for your personal health, or for animal welfare. For all those reasons, Mm -hmm. like meat, animal, protein used to be a a treat, Mm -hmm. you know, a reward, a delicacy. It's not something that we based our our diet on. We didn't just eat bacon. Yeah. Or just eat, you know, we ate a mix of everything and meat was the treat part of it. But then all of a sudden, industrial revolution came along, industrial farming came along, and now we're eating, you know, half chickens with a little bit of vegetables on the side. Yeah. I don't think that's good for people. Mm-hmm. I think that there's, that in general, we were omnivores. Yeah. You can certainly be fine either being a carnivore or mm-hmm. being a vegan, but... A, a good mix of diet is better for everybody I love vegetables I also do love love meat It's actually mean
1: like i don't think I could live without f- at least fish i love i love i'm a big fisherman mm-hmm. um and so I do love fish my kids, my daughter she's not that big into meat and it's fine mm-hmm. like she likes she loves mashed potatoes and avocados and stuff so we, <laughs>
0: yeah. i mean I, I just wish people that want that are saying we want our meat, we want our bacon, yeah they Make sure that they know the name of the farmer that raised mm-hmm. the animal. Mm-hmm. Like, don't go to like, sorry, grocery stores. Don't go to the grocery store. I know you yeah. have to. There's nowhere else. to get. It's hard to find a farmer.
1: Mm-hmm. There's Masco or Sunny
0: Cove for meat in our no, area. No, there's quite a few. Is there's, there really? actually, there's actually quite a few. I haven't. Um, you can. You've seen the stickers. Know your farmer. Yeah. Like that's the key. If if like I would say if everybody was. Knowing they're farmer and there was no more industrially produced meat, Mm -hmm. I might go back to eating meat. Yeah, it's not so much of a I think that meat eating is wrong, I think that the system we live in now, yeah, totally encourages animal cruelty. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, you don't need to be cruel to animals, um, maybe until the last moment, right? It's not exactly pleasant, but um, to make them live in warehouses Mm -hmm. and to pump them full of chemicals
1: and my my mom growing up my mom my mom is a very holistic woman mm-hmm. um so growing up you know we she always had a garden we always had garden we always had foods and she'd experiment sometimes her dishes worked out sometimes they didn't work out yeah. um but she i i grew up um i'm not going to shy away to say that i eat meat but i grew up eating a lot of vegetables as well that's why i love i love vegetables i love meat i'm a, i'm just a straight up <laughs>
0: You are, a, guy. you are a straight up omnivore. Yeah, <laughs> uh, There's no dilemma with you. No. <laughs> I,
1: I could live without meat. I could live without vegetables. What? Well, I don't even know about that. I couldn't live without rice. I
0: yeah. love rice. <laughs> yeah.
1: My wife couldn't live without potatoes. She loves yeah. potatoes. And we couldn't live um, well either, But um. speak, Speaking of meat, though, this is a great transition because uh, there was just a, a story that shocked the locals about... Um, pretty famous restaurant that we have here on Main Street that is selling, uh,
0: Beef oh, House. Yeah, Beef House, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's the biggest commercial Main Street sale we've had in a long time. Yeah. Now, I I, I haven't read the story yet just because it
1: was the holidays, um, and the holidays are always chaos. But So I'm coming into this blind, so if I ask you questions, don't think I'm ignorant. Um, did, is he trying to sell it to keep the Beef House, or is he just trying to sell the restaurant as a turnkey? Restaurant. Mm, yeah, I
0: don't, I can't speak for the Insleys, but I think mm. that they are selling it as is, right. turnkey. If you want to change the name, you can change it. Go ahead, but I don't, that seems to be like, that would be loopy. Right. Um, well, if
1: someone wanted to put like like a Mediterranean restaurant in rather than... In Wildsville? I,
0: I would love it. <laughs> I might love it too, but yeah. <laughs> um, that formula is pretty, you know... The beef the wick, the blooming yeah. onion, the mud pie. Um, then again, it's you know Bob Insley is a big part of that. Right. You know, take him out of the equation. I don't know. Um, the property itself, though, mm-hmm. is it's 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 I mean, the prime property on Main Street. Yeah. Now is is it is it going to have JBS included in the sale? I don't it think so. No. Okay. I think so it's not record. the building; it's just the restaurant. It's The building, but JBS mm-hmm. is the building over. Above the Beef House is a banquet hall. Okay. I guess um, I, I've been up there before. I can't remember. Gee, the, the gym is the building over. Okay. And Martell yep. is the, I think the, oh bottom. yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I this think was that's right. all separate. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. Okay. But I'm pretty sure the the sale is for the Beef House. And Just the that building, one yeah. space there. And then I'm guessing, I think they must lease like the Willow Room when you go out that mm-hmm, hallway. Yep. But you'd be leasing it from yeah, himself. But yeah. but if they sold it, which I get I think that I guess they've got a lot of interest. Yeah. Um let's just hope it um falls into somebody's hands. I think that wants to continue that tradition. Yeah. Um I think it's important. It's just it's iconic with Main Street. And mm-hmm. if you think of Wellsville, you think of the beef house almost as much as the Texas hot. Not quite, but close. Right. Um, I think Latalia will be there soon. They've mm-hmm. been here long enough where you're, it's just things you think about when you think about Wellsville. Yep. And, I'm always um, rocking the tie. I love the tie, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, those guys have done, I mean, since Pete and Marley started it, and mm-hmm. now, these guys, they do an amazing job. And it puts a great foot forward for Wellsville. Yeah. But I just think that that's important to have that continuity in those brands Yeah. for other businesses mm-hmm. that want to invest nearby. Yeah, it really matters. You need good restaurants. <laughs> you really do, because yeah? I mean, you need to good to hospital. You need good restaurants. You need all the basics. So when somebody comes to town, whether they're coming over the internet or they're coming in a the car, mm-hmm. they see, you know, that we have these great things. When I have when I bring
1: um, clients in from out of town, I if I have lunch meetings, I either take them to Chelsea's or to Lutalia. For two, because Beef House is a little like, because we walk Mm kind of down to Beef House is a little farther down. (laughs) Yeah, we always go to the Texas Hot. Yeah. Um, Well, I I do ask. Everybody wants Texas Hot. I recommend the Texas Hot, and then I I explain to them what it is, and they're like, oh, I I don't think I'd want that. Because when you explain it to somebody and you say it's a hot dog with meat sauce on it, they don't see the iconicness in there, who's Mm -hmm. not from the area, who hasn't heard about it. They just hear, hot dog place. Um, So that's why I think they choose to... To do you like Chelsea? This is, nothing that, this is nothing that's Texas hot. I love the Texas hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well,
0: I mean, it's not my... I like going there. Yeah. Because I've gone there since I was this big.
1: You know what I just discovered that they had there that I never knew they had there? My buddy Ryan Kai, um alluded me to this, is they have a Sunday and it's like oh, yeah. five bucks, and it's huge. Una- I, never, oh, I yeah. never knew that that
0: was there. I've there since I was a little boy.
1: I've never knew it was there. Did you ever get the deep sea doodle when you were younger?
0: That's all I ever had. Really? I've never yeah. had it. Yeah. I should get it. The deep sea doodle, the pies, Penny's pies when oh. I was younger. I've been,
1: my favorite pie is coconut custard pie. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I travel a lot mm-hmm. for what I do. I travel all around the state. I travel everywhere. And the best coconut custard pie, hands down, is at Texas Island. Oh. Yeah. I've been to boutique pie places. Have you?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, part of, the, <laughs> part of that is this diner pie. Yeah. It's like, bam, throw it out, slap it on a plate. Yeah. Um, Pound of whipped cream on it. Have you know, to have that, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't eat meat. No, oh, I know. <laughs> so going to the Texas Hot it's seems tough. silly, but I go there every chance I get. Yeah, and I like going there. Fries. And I eat fries and I drink Yingling and yeah, um, yeah. You
1: can get beer there.
0: Yeah, and, they, and the people that come to town,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they love going there. You can get off-menu items too. I'm sure. I'm, like well, I get a
1: I get a peanut butter Oreo milkshake or a strawberry Oreo. Milkshake. Oh yeah, <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's a bummer. That's a bummer about uh, you know you, you see these older couples and older business owners that like we kind of mentioned they're starting to take a step back and I hope that someone goes into it like you said that that wants to keep kind of that tradition or make it um, something, something different that's sure. better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think um, no, I think you'll see something soon.
1: And I don't mean better as in like make it better. I mean make something different or something new.
0: Well, everything can be better, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not so much. Making the beef house better, but if that, somebody can come and use that for for a venue that creates even more community engagement and, more importantly, people from out of town coming in town. That's what we got to focus on is, you know, we want people from Hornell and Olean coming here Mm -hmm. to eat lunch. Yeah. Not the other way around. Need to make a destination Texas hot's already a destination but they all around we have so many restaurants here that all are great mm-hmm. um, I always had an uh, I wanted to do I think I still own the website called eatwellsville.com mm-hmm. where it's just restaurants only
1: it's copyrighted guys sorry
0: well <laughs> now you can steal it if you want um, the problem with the restaurants is they can't find enough work mm-hmm. staff <laughs> to to warrant advertising right like we'd love to get more business but who's going to tackle it Mm-hmm. You know, Jasmine and Casey can only do so much themselves, right? They're
1: always there. Yeah, I've been to, trying to get them on here. They wanted they want to come on the podcast, but just trying to get them.
0: No, don't have them together. Have them separate. Oh, really? No, 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 none of that. Oh, it's gotta be separate. Okay, it's gotta be separate. Why is that? I mean, well, they're two different people. Yeah, but you know, if my sweetheart was sitting here with me, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same.
1: he'd <laughs> be more reserved, and <laughs> you just want them separate.
0: Okay, you can you can use your magic. You know, behind digital uh, skills to, <laughs> to do parts where they're kind of together, but I right. would do it separate. All right. just my two cents. Okay. I respect your it's opinion. Up, it's up to you, Casey and <laughs> Jazz. You guys choose. Um, okay. We'll talk to okay. About we need to talk about child trafficking.
1: Child trafficking. So I just... And then cannabis. One of the biggest... One of the biggest undertakings last fall that we took on as a project was the uh, Allegheny County Safe Harbor mm-hmm. um, hired me to do a, a training for them. So we just we it hasn't been uh, released yet, but it's going to be released here this mm-hmm. month. Um, and I had uh, I had Emma Elliott come in to do the voiceover for it. Whoa. And as we're going down through it, we're just our moods kept getting. <laughs> more d- De- like depressed. dreary and depressed. Yeah. It's oh, depressing. It's to- horrible. My wife just sent me a video this morning of, um, how we have to always check bathrooms now. Um, cause mm. there was this video of this guy who sent his daughter into the girl's bathroom and he'd like open the doors like, Hey, how's it going in there? And then this guy walks out mm. like not, I don't, and I don't mean any of the, yeah. I mean, this was a man oh, right, was that it? walked right. out. It's not just
0: like using a bathroom. Right. Right. Oh, uh, I mean, the real danger is the internet. Yeah. I think that the the, non, the, the non-internet the non world is just as dangerous when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Our moms were worried about people grabbing us and running. Yep. It happened. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen very often. I think it happened just as much. We just didn't have as much um, I don't, news no, sources. I don't think it happened nearly as much because... Really? The main vehicle for doing those things is the internet. Okay. You can't successfully prey upon a child
2: mm.
0: without using your phone or the internet. I mean, you can, but it's very rare because it's so much easier to do it that way. Right. And the sheer volume of people who every day in your community, in our community, all across Western New York, that actively seek out child pornography on the internet <laughs> is staggering. It is if you're the, if you're the police, they liken it to people speeding on 86. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's going above the speed limit. A lot of people are going way above the speed limit. We can only pull over the people that are going way above. Mm-hmm. But lots of people go by us when we're pulling those people over. Right. There's the stream it never stops, and if you watch the. Uh, the number of arrests that the federal government and the state government makes, you just gotta wonder like, how how many of these people are out there? Mm-hmm. And then you ask the police personally or ask the federal government. I talked to the FBI representative about this, who's, you know, mm-hmm. they'll say for every one that we arrest, a thousand go by us. Jeez. It's that widespread that they're trying to track, they can track everybody who's involved with it,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but they have to only track, they have to only worry about the people who have accessed a 1,000 images as opposed to 10. But the people that access 10 are just as harmful as the people that access 1,000, but...
1: I don't understand how, like how do you even look that up and not get caught?
0: Because there's so many people that do it. And of course there's, you know, there's, virtual private networks, there's lots of digital ways to hide yourself or try to hide yourself. I don't think you can f- fully hide yourself from this. Mm-hmm. Um but if you're the if you're law enforcement, you know, you can only do some you can you have to you only have, you know, ten guys, mm-hmm. ten people on your team. And if every day you get two hundred and fifty cases, but each case takes the whole day to process. Mm-hmm. It takes the whole team to do it. You know, you have to let the ones that aren't as bad go by. I right. This is what I'm trying to say. Like, but there's so many people that are doing it, and it's so widespread that if I don't want anybody to think that it's isolated or it's just a small amount of people, mm-hmm. it's, it's unfortunately, it's, I want to say 10% of our population is involved with it. That's a big number, too. Mostly men. Um, women are technically T- seem to be an arrested as enablers, groomers. They mm-hmm. get the, the kids into the network. Um, they get the videos made. A lot of the stuff comes from overseas, um, and the just to think about the damage done to me is. And you have little kids too. No, I mean I have is staggering. Like, I'm biased you know, but my kids are gorgeous
1: and I'm terrified every well, day
0: at night of, of exactly and, and i you mm-hmm. know I have a four year old and I tell the four year old you watch out there's bad people who would just grab you in a second yeah and sell you off
1: we're trying to we're trying to teach the kids that we're trying to tell them, hey, if you don't know the person don't
0: don't even talk to them <laughs> like, well, I don't care if they say that they're it doesn't really happen it's like when we were kids it was like you know, you were, your mom had you in Kmart and you wandered off and yeah. you, got, you got kidnapped from Kmart or from a parking lot. Mm-hmm. But now it's different. Now they're grooming the kids and they're making relationships and establishing a rapport long before they ever actually commit right. the crime.
1: Have you seen my kids? These are my kids.
0: Yeah. Right. Cute babies. Adorable. I, like I tell my kids, you're worth, you're worth $100,000 to somebody. As a slave, if you don't, like, there's no other way to put it. Right. Like, they want you as a slave. They will, and that's what they do. And they're primarily preying on, you know, the poor mm-hmm. and the people who are, and don't have parents like us who are obsessively composing about it. But. We're actually, Nicole and I are described by our French group, we're like a,
1: we're a free range. So as long as we're like an eyesight. We kind of yeah. let the kids do their uh-huh. do their thing. Um, once they get out of eyesight, then we go on like a you know yeah. SWAT team prowl. But right. you know, yeah, I agree, some, right. some other friends are like they're standing over their kid the whole time at the playground and stuff. That's not us. We let them. We give them enough space to be kids. Make mistakes, and, right? Right, and they do. Um, and we make mistakes as parents. But it does. It's always in the back of our head mm-hmm. that someone could just come by and we would never know.
0: Well, I mean. And, and only, online is terrifying. Yeah, online is the big thing. And We're, I, don't know, I don't know how old your kids are. I have an 11-year-old. Mm-hmm. She'll watch this and get furious at me. <laughs> but, you know, as an 11-year-old kid in today's society, if you don't mm-hmm. have an iPhone, you are a, an outlier. You're one of... My daughter's nine, and she's already begging. You're like, one of 40. Yeah. Who doesn't have one. Yeah. You're the outlier. And... I tried to make a compromise, Well, I'll get you a flip phone because I'm a flip phone guy. I yeah. Don't, I don't have an iPhone. Do you have your
1: flip phone on you yeah, right now?
0: It. Yeah, <laughs> Just flip <float. laughs> let, let me get it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look at this. How you, how you doing? There she is.
1: Is this the record button? What is that?
0: I don't know what that is. I'm not really sure. I don't know how to work the whole thing as it is. Wow. Let alone, what would I, I can't I do with, believe they still make these. What would I do with an iPhone?
1: What does the charger look like?
0: Um, Bob Confer is an iPhone guy. Bob Confer's like, you know... Oh, there it runs is. A whole Oh, factory. USB-C. very successful man. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, That's the... You can run that over with a car. Yeah. No, you, you can probably drop it down from... Oh, yeah. It's one of those durable ones. <laughs> it's got a uh, bottle opener on the back. You can see how used it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, wow. Yeah, it's like, we're not going to be able to keep our kids away from iPhones. Yeah. I want to, but I'm not dumb enough to think I can do it. Mm-hmm. We,
1: we... Um, both our kids have our old phones, but it's only on um, wifi That's, yeah. and we have the parent like blockage on a lot of stuff. So they can't, they, we don't have can.
0: YouTube. But they get around all that. They're not smart enough yet yeah, to do they it. They will
1: be. No,
3: I,
0: I know. By 11 it's like, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um,
1: we used to, it's a dilemma. In high school, we used to easily break around the firewall so we could play Unreal Tournament, mm-hmm. like that game.
0: Yep. <laughs> I don't know if you ever played that game before. I don't before. I'm doing that stuff. <laughs> I, I know what you mean, though. Like, yeah. Kids are smarter than their parents mm-hmm. in that regard. Yeah. They'll get around it. They'll figure it out. You
1: know, I've had my first uh, thing that my daughter knew how to do that I had no idea how to do. She's like, Dad, let me show you. And she did it. And I'm like, Phew. it was, I, I can't remember what it was. Um, but it, it was something that I should have been able to do that but,
0: yeah. I just didn't even know how to no. do it. But they, you know, middle school kids, they work together mm-hmm. to thwart each other's parents. Like, oh, you can't get down here? Oh, I'll show you how to do it. Here's yeah. the trick. <laughs> you don't want to be the old person who thinks that they that kids are dumb. No, I mean, no. I, like, my kids Our daughter great. remembers everything. All right, they're going to figure it out. They're yeah. going to outsmart you. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be the dumb old person. Yeah. No matter what. So just let them, I guess our approach in our house is to make sure they know Mm -hmm. like what dangers are coming. Yeah. And we're lucky we don't have any internet access at our house really. Mm -hmm. So we have to use a hotspot, which is very limited. Yeah. So they can't just be on all the time. Like the
1: MiFi thing from Verizon?
0: Yeah. That's all we have. We, (laughs) (laughs) you run a media company and and a flip phone. And it runs out of data sometimes. Yeah. And I've, Sometimes it'll take me, you know, two hours to download one picture.
1: Oh, because they slow it down.
0: And I'll right? stand there and pull my hair out and scream at it every month, <laughs> month after month. And you go to Verizon and I say, can I have more data on my Wi-Fi? And they say, no, that's, you have the much as we can give you. Yeah. So I have to get a whole other hot spot to avoid it when my kids suck it off of me and yeah. run out of data. <laughs> that's like another 100 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. It's like. But,
1: you don't you just, you just, you could sit at a coffee shop all day or something. <laughs>
0: the library. No, I like my house too much. <laughs> oh, I would get Starlink, but uh, really? we'd have cut down about fifty trees to get Starlink. Really? Yeah. You know? Oh, because well, my the, neighbors it blacking? have it. Okay. Because they have great southern access. Yeah, it works great for them.
1: My parents have HughesNet,
0: I think. Yeah, we don't have. Any. Or something like Dish, something. Yeah, we don't have any. There's no. I'd have to cut down all these trees, and some of them are, you know, much older than me. There's no way I'm going to do that just so I can get on the internet faster.
1: They have a farmhouse, so it's a lot of field, yeah. so they're able to. Like the house is surrounded, but there's enough yeah. room to get out there. Yeah, I don't. I'd have to do a pole or cut trees down. Um, I think this would be a good question to go into our our next segment. Okay. Um, your kids are, are going to do it. But uh, would you rather them um, start drinking alcohol or start using cannabis? Neither.
0: <laughs> Obviously. But, but, I mean, I think both are part of our culture. Mm-hmm. I think that they, my kids will understand that you can do vast amounts of damage with alcohol. Yeah. You can do just so much damage with cannabis like Mm -hmm. you can you really and it's really hard to get in trouble with cannabis right like you can get sleepy and eat all the cookies you i guess you could drive a vehicle and cause a problem yeah um but compared to you know i owned a bar for 12 years Mm -hmm. so and you know and i like my alcohol to this day i'm not trying to say i think it's it's an evil thing i think that it's very hard for most people to control and really easy to get out of control or cannabis, yeah. you can just, you're just going to get silly.
1: I think, um, well, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm more of a, I, I quit smoking cigarettes three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, because I got really bad acid reflux. I have GERD, what's called mm-hmm. GERD. So, um, the doctor's like, you either need, we tell people every day that they should quit smoking. You need to stop now because mm-hmm. the next step's cancer. So I quit that day. Um, it's tough, but, uh, oh, I but it's also, I mean, since it's bad acid reflux, I don't really drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I do sparingly, but I turn to, I don't want to ingest anything into my lungs cause I'm terrified that will just start smoking cigarettes again. So sure. I switch to edibles. Mm-hmm. They don't smell. Um, and people really can't tell <laughs> for the most part when I even take one and I right. pretty much take them at night or if, or if I'm going out, you know, I'll take a little stronger. But if they
0: can tell, no. they can tell that you're happy.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. I'm, I mean, I'm the same no, guy right. <laughs> no matter what. My, I've been told. But, uh, but I, it, there's still that perception as soon as someone's like, would you like a drink? And I say no. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I, I took an edible before, before I came. And they're like, yeah. oh. Right. Oh. Or right. don't. Yeah. You don't get out of control here. <laughs> but there's still that, that <laughs> negative, you know, aura about it. Which I don't understand.
0: Well, it depends where you're at, I think. Yeah. You know, I think... In this, in in this, in our area. In our area. Yeah, it's still pretty negative. It's, um... It's the way it's always been. Yeah. Everybody does it. Mm Mm-hmm. But a small amount of people who probably do it too... Mm -hmm. ...use it as a way to make themselves or make you seem... In a different club than them, right. I guess, you know. So it's almost like a power thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like for people do it to me all the time. Like, oh, I know you're marijuana. Oh, Andrew, you're just. You're just high all the time. You know, you, you marginalize somebody because you think that, because you know they use pot. Mm-hmm. But you don't marginalize the people that you know use alcohol. Yeah. And everybody that runs our government, our our police they all enjoy alcohol responsibly yeah they are not i mean some of them enjoy cannabis responsibly yeah um but if you're open about it you better be ready to take a lot of crap and i've taken mm-hmm. a lot of crap and i still do all the time i'm open about it and i don't um, i
1: don't even care yeah i
0: mean <laughs> and more and more i have you know i won't mm-hmm. name names but a lot of people around here that are you know cornerstones of our community people that we could not do without yeah if they weren't here we'd be in trouble these people are stoned. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 just what they're not causing any problems. No, they're doing their job, they're doing their work. They're commit, they're contributing to their family and their community. And you know, like people who have done for tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of years, mm-hmm. have used cannabis as a way to make for a better quality of life. Yeah, your food tastes better. You're a little bit happier.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You might enjoy the sunset more. Yeah. You might even notice things you wouldn't notice if you weren't.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I've always, you know, in the bird watching world, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Are you a bird watcher? Oh, yeah. I'm an avid bird watcher.
1: Do you have a pair of binoculars in your car?
0: I don't need one. I can identify any bird you see. 2020 vision. Almost. No, I've been doing it my whole life. Um, I don't have any kind of a lens or anything, but huh. I'm a bird fanatic. Yeah. And all the other bird fanatics I know, not all of them, but a lot of them, you know, it's it's fun to watch bluebirds okay, flutter around, you know, do their thing.
1: Bluebirds are the aggressive ones, right? No. Or is that cardinals? I don't mean aggressive no? to people. I just mean like, so my parents... Have a, have swallows, a, you're thinking of swallows. Well, they have a blue jay. I think it is not bluebird, blue jay.
0: Blue jays can be.
1: Yeah, they that that, that will like attack the cats. Oh, and yeah, everything. Sure. oh yeah, the cats don't do anything. They're just like come down and they're being jerks and just attacking cats.
0: <laughs> yeah, swallows do that too. Like, Barn swallows like yeah. to like nip the top of your head or something. <laughs> um, but I guess my point is that bird watching is great. Mm-hmm. Bird watching on cannabis can be. Almost to the point where you have tears in your eyes because you're awed by holy, wow. Yeah. Look at, what, look at this. This is amazing. Look at these. I never saw the internet know these birds were here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I never took the time to focus myself and pay attention to that. Yeah. And that's a good example of what cannabis can do for people. Just a little teeny bit of it too. Yeah. It can really make your life better. So I, along
1: with the acid reflux I have IBS... And mm-hmm. this is this is a Nick ran experiment, so there's no actual um, data. Data, but uh, if I'm having a bad day mm-hmm. and I I eat an edible, mm-hmm. it calms my. And I don't eat a whole thing. I'm not doing it to get high. No, I just take enough to calm it down, well, and it works.
0: The, the, there's science behind that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I chemo- just mean on me personally. It's which, just my own. I mean, the chemotherapy <laughs> data is. Yeah. Um, the first person that ever introduced me to cannabis I won't mention his name, but he was also like the top first responder in Wellsville at the time when I was a kid.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this guy saved thousands of people's lives, and he did he was always using cannabis, yeah, because he had cancer all the time. He had a uh, blood cancer. And wow, it, you know, it allowed him to save people's lives.: Yeah, if he didn't have that, to calm his guts down from the chemo and I think he had even some other complications, then he wouldn't have been able to to save people's lives. Mm-hmm. And that was an interesting example early in my life. Like, wow, this stuff, wow. Like, my parents said I could overdose on it.
2: <laughs>
0: I've never known. I was saying to my parents, I think my grandparents. My grandpa was like, I just don't want you to overdose <laughs> and
1: die. And I, was like, I tell you what, when I've gotten, I've gotten some new, some different strains before and taken it, and I've... I felt like I was going to, but I just fall asleep. And I wake up the next morning, and I feel like a million (laughs) dollars. It's the best sleep.
0: It helps helps with, you know, Mm -hmm. things it can help with. And the the further along we get into keeping it in the open, the more they can do the research. They can find that, you know, Maui Waui is perfect for IBS. Mm -hmm. Or um, Blue Dream is perfect for insomnia. Yeah. Or sour deals perfect for social anxiety are
1: you a, are you an indica or a sativa guy
0: or I'm both a, uh i guess we can be honest here i'm a sativa guy during the day and an indica guy during the night
1: yeah so if i'm gonna go that i'm the same way though if i'm gonna go out to a social event where i don't have any responsibility um i'm gonna take a sativa and if i'm just home and i want to watch a movie i'm gonna i'm gonna take indica but most of the time i'll have a hybrid um,
0: yeah, most stuff is hybrid these yeah, days, but I'm lucky to have a decent
1: uh, handle on things
0: and uh, <laughs> I have a nice, you know, inventory of things that are clearly one of the other that I've over the years have decided this is the sativa I like the best. Okay. And then this is the Indica I like the best. Mm-hmm. So, but it makes a big difference. Yeah. If, if you're, uh, if you're working, Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie I do work and smoke cannabis at the same time I know that's a shocking thing to say but a sativa is like a double espresso yeah like you want to get yourself focused and get some stuff done yeah like have a little sativa in your life with your espresso if you want but it really has that effect on you it doesn't have the you know, you're not going to, like, lay on the couch and eat Twinkies mm-hmm. like people think. I love Twinkies. <laughs> I <not gonna> do.
1: <laughs> when they when they took them away, I was so sad and I was so happy. When I'm sorry to <laughs> hit <had> a nerve. <laughs> yeah. I should have said Little W's. You didn't hit a nerve. I said I love Twinkies. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I didn't think you said anything bad about them. Oh, you said they changed the recipe and you were, lim- I mean. Lim- oh, no. I said they, they, they took them away and I was sad and then oh, they brought they them me. back. Oh. So they took them away and I still have a box of the Twinkies before they took them away. Oh. It's probably still good. You probably still eat oh, it. I heard they survived a nuclear blast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saved uh, when they took um, uh, Sierra Mist away. I have a I have a six pack of Sierra Mist sitting in my studio. Oh. that it's, right now it's up to forty bucks. So it's the mini cans. Oh, yeah. that's all I could find at the time when I was like, oh, I need to get some of this. I remember when they when seven up turned into Sierra Mist. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's um it's worth forty bucks right now. Really? I bought it for like four dollars. It's worth forty bucks. Hmm. The expiration date's coming up soon, so, so I don't know if I want to sell it before the expiration date comes or if I want to just keep it. I don't know. What makes it worth more money? It, it's just a different recipe. So they, it's changed, Sierra Mist changed to Starry, Oh, and it has a different recipe. It so doesn't
0: matter. What do you mean? Well, if it's expired or not, it's still the same different recipe.
1: No, I know. That's what I'm, oh, I don't know if I want to like sell it before it expires or if the market will drop after it expires not I'd, wait, eBay. I'd wait. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Expired makes it worth more money. Yeah? Yeah, the bootleg effect. Oh, right. You're not supposed to have it.
1: There are so many things that I wish I would have kept as a kid. Yeah. That's worth so much money now.
0: Oh, yeah. I sold coin collections that my grandpa got me just to buy, buy like, fireworks and stuff. Yeah. You know? Hey. <laughs> <What are> you, <laughs> well, we you made it this far.
1: We've <laughs> we've 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 um we've talked about a lot today. There's a bunch of different mini, mini uh many mini sections that we talked about.
0: I think we got it all covered.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, we could talk all day about things, especially pertaining to um, the area. But yeah, uh, let me know what, what's what's happening next. What's happening next with with in Andrew Harris's world?
0: In Andrew Harris's world, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be going to pick my daughter up and. Cook dinner but um let's talk about real quick um i think everybody would like to know more about the eminent domain okay the parking lot yeah Ooh, um, this is a touchy subject it is a touchy subject but i think it's um it's super interesting for wellsville history mm-hmm. and a completely misunderstood situation too like most yeah. people don't people are very upset that the government would take this parking lot away yeah and the owner is very upset and i know the owner personally in he, he should be upset. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the public should be upset though. Yeah, because I think that the village of Wellsville has to preserve those parking spots. Yeah, because we don't have enough of that to have sheds put on there. I'm sorry, those mm-hmm. you know, those sheds are not going to help out you, no. or Chelsea's or. Rub-a-dub. The, the merchants or anybody. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the point of that parking lot is to create a place for people to go to shop.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's always been that way. And once it's
1: from five to seven o'clock, it's impossible to find a spot yeah. on Main Street during the week. Mm-hmm. Um and that's where the overflow would be. Yep. Is that back parking lot? Mm-hmm. So what is it do you think that people don't
0: well they don't understand. like government, they don't like the government forcing their hand. Right. Um you know I the government should not have to force their hand unless it's in the public interest. Mm-hmm. So in this case the government I don't think they're not doing this because they want to. Like they don't want the parking lot. The last thing they want to do is take possession of a parking lot.
2: Mm-hmm
0: let alone through this, this means. But they know their responsibility is to the tax base, which is m- this Main Street vein here, Right. you know, supports a huge amount of our economy. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're taking the bigger picture into account and not the perceived injustice of taking away something from one person. Do you think that they
1: dropped the ball, though, back in the beginning when they were trying to deal just
0: personally directly with um, the owner? No, I think they tried, and I think the owner tried to deal with them. I mean, Tarak's a great, Turok's a good guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's an interesting fellow. He's not from around here. He's not like us. He's, um, he's a different kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But he has bought up a lot of property in this main drag. I don't know. And he is also improving that property. Mm-hmm which is something that we have prayed for in this village. Right. But that doesn't give him... That doesn't mean that he can own the main parking lot... Right. ...to the the village business district and hold it hostage, which he's not... I shouldn't say that, not hold it hostage. He shouldn't be able to um, change the status quo that suddenly. It's Mm -hmm. always been this way. All of a sudden, he buys it. He wants money for it. Right, Fine, great. The village is going to pay for it. Something they're not taking it away from him. They're going to pay him thirty five, fifty thousand dollars for it, whatever it turns out to be. Right. Um. So even with eminent domain, they still are going to pay. Oh yeah, yeah. Eminent domain doesn't mean you take it. Mm-hmm. Eminent domain means you have a judge approve a fair market value. Do you think that's what
1: Where the confusion lies is people think that they're just going to take it and they don't have to pay for.
0: Yeah. For the, it people, at all? the people that are outraged. Either have an interest um, in, in not being taken away, or they don't understand that it's not taking it; it's mm-hmm. a forced sale, right? And Cause the same thing happened when,
1: with uh, the Cuba uh, Great Lakes Cheese and that and that farm with the eminent domain
0: when they were doing that. Do you remember that? The farm they tried to do that, right? Uh, that was a whole different situation. I think that was a, you know, that was a, f- a folly. That was a mm-hmm. mistake. They shouldn't not have done that. They didn't have their ducks lined up, right? Um, in retrospect, they did eminent domain without even having an agreement to get power to the site.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so the in, situation is a little different, right?
1: But in well, so if they do, if they are able to take it over, um, there's all the the, the word that they're going to put meters in and everything. Is that going to happen? Or
0: I don't think that they would. I would, I mean, the government's capable of any kind of mischief if you let them do it, right? I think that. The spirit of the parking lot goes back to Walt Babbitt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So Walt Babbitt owned most of that parking lot. Was this the person that owned the, super, the grocery store? I don't know if he owned the store or not. Okay. He sure. owned the parking lot. But when he died, or before he died, uh, he was, you know, quite a guy, this guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He said, I'm giving that all to the village, and it's free parking. That parking is meant to support the small businesses. Okay. I think the spirit of that is going to prevail, so I think it's important to people like Chelsea's, mm-hmm. Rick Whitwood, um, the shop on Main. Brewery. The brewery to have that mm-hmm. be unrestricted parking, you know.
1: And there's the solutions Hub back there now, too.
0: Yeah, that, yeah that'll make right. it even more important. If that place fills up, like, I think it will. It's a great idea. Yeah. I think that'll be one more reason to have, Yeah. I mean, Back in the day, the ARC actually had it sectioned off or par- certain spots you couldn't park there during business hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that maybe coming back. But after 5 o'clock, it should be open.
3: Yeah. You
0: know, When I think of that parking lot, I think of Thursday nights where all the merchants are open yeah. and ready for more business, and people are coming downtown, and there's somewhere they to the park. We need to have a first Thursday or first Friday.
1: A lot of the cool towns do that yeah. and we should do that. We have ample businesses. It's just getting them to stay open late. Oh, not just I don't mean just the restaurants. I mean like like the shopping, like mm-hmm. Music Alley, the, the booksellers open late. That's a cool new addition. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. everything that's going on Main Street is cool. Yeah. Great.
1: Do you know do you know about anything that's happening? Have you, have you heard any hearsay about what's happening across the street from the Green Space? Mm.
0: No. Mm. Bummer. nothing good nothing like it should be I don't, I don't it's a, It's owned by people that aren't from around here and it needs a lot of work mm. and didn't they just redo it all mm. or is that just the apartments I don't know I know they put a sign up Okay. <laughs> I mean I know the place got ev- evacuated yeah Stefan uh, my editor actually no. lived there when it was evacuated yeah. so and I don't based on what I see I don't think that they've I don't know. I'm glad I don't have to live there. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, we're gonna need it. There's no housing, right? You know, we need housing so badly all throughout the county, especially Wellsville. Um, a great example is you know, Arvos, Longstrom. Mm-hmm. They have all these jobs. They can't find anybody to take them because there's nowhere to live here. Right. I mean, we gotta have housing. And. It's on the list of, the county recognizes this, but I don't know if the village does as much, but how much can the village do? Right. Besides, you know, try to get people like this to to fix their buildings up so people can live in them. Mm-hmm. But such mo- huge amounts of money are required. I mean, the building next to that, across from Pizza King, that I think Shane Vogel owns now, mm-hmm. I think he told me it was, it's a half million dollars just to get the that's, building ready to develop.
1: That's just right out the... That's, I mean, that's empty in there, right? Like complete, yeah. That's just the walls, yeah, that's right?
0: Just, that's just walls, yeah. Because yeah. Like if you build, go in the back...
1: It's open. It's open. I never knew that until I was...
0: Yeah.
1: I think I was playing Pokemon <laughs> and I was just walking back
0: If you there. want to get that place ready to renovate and to work and to live in, it would cost $500,000 just to get it ready. Do you think boat. it's just
1: worth it just to start new on that space? I
0: don't know. I'm not a builder.
1: Not. We're gonna we're gonna keep going. We do gotta wrap this up. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> sure. um, I do appreciate you coming on, and I know that uh, the Wells of Sun has done wonders for our local area, just getting the news out. I mean, we needed it. And um, you know, like you said, Baldwin stepped down, you stepped in, and now you have various people. Um, just community, and can can people write their own like columns? So you got Wiser's ramblings. I mean, um, yeah.
0: I guess to be a columnist, you have to put your time in. Right. Um, Fred Sinclair will tell you. He wrote a lot of letters. And I said, well, you're not really a columnist yet. Right. But he wrote enough. And he kept doing it. And he got enough notoriety and credibility. I said, yeah, okay, Now you're a columnist. Cool. But we want all the letters to the editor we can get. So Um, don't be shy. Wellsville Sun at Yahoo.com.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anytime. Anytime. That's me. Except
1: for when you don't have the internet.
0: (laughs) Just that's the (laughs) truth. I have to, I'll come down here and, and sit outside your building and use your Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's fine.
1: <laughs> There's spaces in here. You can have your own little workspace away from uh, home if you maybe, want. Maybe someday when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for coming on, and especially being the first episode uh, of the new year. And thank you for, for sharing them on the Sun. I appreciate Great. that as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for doing this. This is fun for everybody to watch, I think, to yeah. see people's faces. And-
1: I've, I've had people that I never... I would never in a million years would think would be the type of person to watch this, but they're like, I loved your podcast with Rick Whitwood. That was very well done. Good. It's so like, I didn't know what it was, but I couldn't stop watching. <laughs> it's yeah, one of the things, good. it was one of the, the women in my wife's choir. She's on the Genesee Valley chorus. So. <laughs> oh. But cool. yeah. Cool. Um, so nothing new coming. Nothing major new coming. Lots of new stuff coming. You gotta go to the to find out. Wellswellsun.com. You heard it here. Thank you for coming on, Andrew.
2: Okay, buddy. Thank you.